0: Fitness fan, do you oftentimes find yourself lost in the world of fitness? Do this, eat that, never eat more than X amount of carbs, be the skinniest girl out there. You know, the typical gym rat expectations society has somehow deemed acceptable? Are you an athlete struggling with burnout or worried about your mental health? Well, look no further. My name is Leah, and I'm currently a grad student getting my master's in high altitude exercise physiology. This podcast is focused on learning physiological fitness, unmasking fake fitness concepts, and advocating for mental health. Thank you for listening, and I hope you enjoy. Also, disclaimer I am NOT a doctor or licensed health professional yet. I am simply just a poor grad student living in the mountains trying to make a career in healthcare. If you hear any health tips you think would benefit you, Please, please, PLEASE consult your doctor before making any changes. So, I figured we'd talk a little bit about, well, what defines you. I know we so often times get caught up in what others think of us, or who people think we should be, and, like, I know this sounds, like, so cliche, but the journey of figuring yourself out is incredible for each individual and fitness can just add to that. You're probably thinking, how does this relate to exercise? Rooting your identity in just fitness is so far from what fitness and working out is all about. Starting each day with a purpose and goal can give you a sense of direction for meeting your fitness goals, mental, and just overall health. So with that said, I wanna talk to y'all about a few things in terms of defining who you are and your fitness goals. I guess right off the bat I'm just going to ask you, who are you without the extras? By extras, I mean sport, random talent, grades, all those extra things. And by no means am I saying those are not important, they are 100% important. But would you be the same person without them? I guess what I'm trying to get at here is... Who you are is well-rounded and not controlled by material things. And again, this is just my opinion, but how you treat others, your attitude, perspectives, work ethic, stuff like that. Basically intangible things define who you are. And let me tell you right now, your body does not define who you are. The sport you created a career over doesn't define you. Who are you outside of sports? outside of your practice, outside of your hospital or clinic. What is the story that made you that way? It's those things that define you. You define you, not your fitness level, not your athletic abilities, not anyone else but you. And learning to love who you are without external factors isn't easy. Take it from me. I literally placed my identity in chasing a black line at the bottom of the pool for like, I don't know, 15 plus years. And when that was over, when I left swimming, I felt so lost and essentially tried to make up for it in unhealthy ways. I feel like learning to love yourself is a long process and cannot be simply fixed in a week or even by exercise. Learning to love who you are Your body and fitness journey is going to be different for everyone. I feel like we get so caught up in the comparison game. Oh, I'm not as ripped as him. Oh, I'm not as fast or not losing weight as fast. You know, thoughts like that. And again, cliche quote here, but comparison is the thief of joy. When we focus so much on others or comparing ourselves, we can often lose track of the progress we have made ourselves. Comparing ourselves to others does no good for us. We tend to freak out and practically hurt ourselves when we compare ourselves to others. Reality is, at the end of the day, are you proud of the person you were? Despite whatever went wrong, right, or whatever, are you proud of who you were as a person at the end of the day? And that's another reason defining yourself in intangible things is so important. Because at the end of the day, it's you and your thoughts. This is where fitness can come into play as we all know exercising working out and having a healthy lifestyle has been proven time and time again to improve your mood emotions productivity and all that fun stuff having a healthy lifestyle can literally improve your day in a variety of ways and the way you define fitness can also impact that with that said the definition of fitness in and of itself is controversial Fitness has been defined as who's the fastest, who's the most ripped, who can pump the most iron, who's the best in the NFL, and it's also defined as how often you work out, the amount of weight lost, and a bunch of other random stuff that has somehow been thrown into this definition. BMI is also another one, but I'll save that for a later topic. Point is, fitness is literally defined in the dictionary as, quote, the condition of being physically fit and healthy. ACSM defines it as, quote, the ability to carry out daily tasks with vigor and alertness without undue fatigue and ample energy to enjoy leisure time, pursuits, and meet unforeseen emergencies. And so many other health and fitness outlets define it in different ways. Confusing, right? My opinion. But fitness is what you define it as. Yes, clinically, I feel like the definition is closer to the ACSM definition. But what fitness is to you is oftentimes why you do it. Is fitness to you losing weight, getting bigger, faster, stronger? Is it maintaining healthy habits? Is it an escape? Like why are you doing this? Exercise could also be thought of as an aid in life, helping us create work ethic, finding ourselves and letting us teach us lessons while also keeping us healthy and creating careers and community. Figuring out what your definition of fitness and yourself is basically step one. Once you figure out your definitions, it can be easy to lose that focus you have, especially if you're getting back into the swing of things. Like y'all, I'm not going to lie. Refocusing on yourself and your health is hard. We all struggle with it. It's not easy, but having clear cut goals that line up with your definitions and figuring out why you're doing what you're doing is a great start. A lot of times people get motivated to begin their fitness journey, but then comes the terrible social anxiety and gym culture. I mean, who isn't scared of going back to the gym after the holidays, right? You feel so self-conscious and nervous. I read an article the other day about a psychology term called the spotlight effect, and essentially this is when we perceive people viewing us more than they actually are. I also guess one could call this the cause of anxiety or social anxiety. I guess we tend to think people notice every minute thing we do when in reality they don't notice that much. Our brains are almost wired selfishly, meaning you are probably paying more attention to yourself than others in like a normal situation. You are the main character here, in your world or at least what your brain probably thinks but I'm not gonna go jump down that psychology rabbit hole here, because it's hella complicated and technical. Plus, I'm not a doctor or a psychologist, so Google it. But I truly feel like this is the main problem when people start to go back to the gym for the first time. We think, oh my god, everyone's watching me! How embarrassing! And you get all tense, and if you're like me, in a gym without a team or group setting... Safety and numbers, right? <laughs> You convince yourself you'll do it tomorrow and leave after like five minutes. Has this ever happened to you? No? Just me? Okay! But this effect almost blinds us to the real reason we are at the gym in the first place. To feel better and improve our health. It doesn't matter if you're just starting. The fact is you're there. Showing up and putting in the effort to reach your goals. Whatever they might be. People aren't going to notice you sweating or working out hard on the treadmill, or even if you drop a weight. In your mind, you are literally hyper-focusing on what others are thinking about you, or if they even notice you. So you tend to notice weird things about yourself anyway, when in reality, no one probably noticed. So if you're even contemplating about giving the gym a try again, walk in with the mindset that no one really notices you working out there. They are there for the same reasons you are. Just focus on you, and a few tangible goals for the session, what you define fitness as, and why you're there. Maybe your first few times, try making it your goal to guide the thoughts that creep up that make you think that everyone's staring at you. The more you create that mindset, the easier it will be to, one, motivate you to actually go to the gym, and two, it'll be easier to finish quality workouts. Overall, defining who you are and what fitness means to you can really help motivate you throughout your fitness journey. Being intentional with your mindset about fitness is a game changer. I hope this helps someone find their motivation to get back in the gym or to take away the focus of comparison and hone in on yourself, because I promise it will be worth it in the end when your goals are achieved. Thanks for listening to Exercise Unmasked. If you enjoyed this episode and you'd like to support the podcast, follow us on Instagram and Facebook and subscribe. Stay tuned for our next episode as we dive into common and a very controversial topic in the clinical setting. Thanks again for listening and I'll see y'all next time.